Hey friend, welcome to the Bible Tracked Echoes radio broadcast. I'm Mike McCurry, your host. Thank you so much for joining me once again today. We're going to continue in our conversation about God's place, about the good place, about the gathering place, about the giving place. We're going to talk about the church today, but before we go there, I've got to tell you what I'm thankful for. There are so many things in my life that I have the opportunity to be thankful for, but I'm going to tell you about two little bundles of joy, Emmy and Lucy, my girls. I'm thankful for them. Some of you have had the opportunity to hear them on this very radio broadcast before, maybe in the coming days as we get close to Christmas time. Maybe we'll have them on again sometime soon. If you'd like that, let me know. You can text me in just a moment. I'll give you my phone number. But I've told you what I'm thankful for today. Will you tell me what you are thankful for? today. You see, the entire week of Thanksgiving, we are going to do a listener-driven week of broadcast and share items and things that you are thankful for. You can tell me what you're thankful for, and you can tell me if you want to hear my two girls on this broadcast again. You know what they say about kids and what they say. Kids say some interesting things sometimes. You never know what's going to come out of their mouth. It's a lot of fun to have them on the radio. Tell me what you're thankful for. Text me right now at 309-316-7240. Again, that's 309-316-7240. I'd love to hear from you. I've got a gospel tract with me. Before we jump back into our Bibles, I'd like to tell you about. It's called, Does Anyone Care? Does Anyone Care? Now, did you know that the holidays, especially around Christmas, there are more suicides and attempted suicides during this time of year as we come into December than any other time of the year. It's absolutely heartbreaking to think that so many folks are estranged from family or feel all alone and don't think anyone cares. You know what this gospel tract written by a friend of mine says? With all the despair around the world, the question gets asked, Does anyone care? Yes, someone does care. And it goes into explaining how Jesus Christ cares for you and he cares for me. Friend, does anyone care? Yes, you may think no human on earth cares, but Jesus cares. Let me encourage you to use this gospel track, Does Anyone Care, throughout the month of December. Order yours today. Make sure you get them in time. This would be a great gospel tract for you to use as you witness the gospel of Jesus Christ to others around you. Maybe you're listening right now and you say, I don't really think anyone cares for me. I don't know that someone cares for me. I don't know this Jesus. You can contact me as well. I gave you my text number. I'd love to hear from you. If you'd like to know about the one The one named Jesus that truly does care for you, text me today at 309-316-7240. Does anyone care? Yes, friend, he cares. And I'd love to tell you all about it. One more time, 309. Text me at 309-316-7240. Zero. Now let's jump into our Bibles. We've got much to cover. And on this, the last day of a week of broadcasts, I'm so looking forward to Thanksgiving time. 
I want to know what food you're most thankful for. I enjoy turkey. I enjoy ham. I enjoy the stuffing, all kinds of different stuffings. Cranberry sauce and cranberry dressing and things like that. Yes, absolutely. I think of uh, the green beans, the green bean casserole, the corn, the sweet potatoes. I think of all the pies. I say all the pies because there needs to be more than one pie on the table. I feel like at the end of the meal, I think of pumpkin pie pecan pie, apple pie. Man, I'm getting hungry. Let's hurry up and get through this, all right? We've talked about God's place, the good place, the gathering place, the giving place. We're talking about the church. Let's look at Deuteronomy chapter 12 and verse number 7. Deuteronomy 12 and verse number 7. It's amazing that when you go to church with the right spirit, with the right attitude, with the right mind frame, you never leave with less than you arrived with. I think of going to nursing homes and things of that nature back in the day, and I still do at times. I think of ministering to those elderly saints of God, and I always go with the intention of being an encouragement, but I always leave encouraged. Church works the same way. When you go to church, you will leave encouraged if you go to the right church with the right attitude. You see, God's place is also a generous place. Deuteronomy 12, 7, And there ye shall eat before the Lord your God, and ye shall rejoice in all that ye put your hand to, ye and your households, wherein the Lord thy God hath blessed thee. You'll always get fed if you want to. You can lead a horse to water, but you can't make him drink, the old proverb says. Go to church and expect and desire to be fed. You will never be shortchanged by God. Luke six thirty eight says, Give, and it shall be given unto you. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together, and running over, shall men give into your bosom. For with the same measure that ye meet with all, it shall be measured to you again. God didn't hire you to be a judge in his church. He brought you here to give and then to receive. It's a generous place. It's a giving place. It's a glory place. It's a glorying place. Deuteronomy 12, 7. And there ye shall eat before the Lord your God, and ye shall rejoice in all that ye put your hand unto, ye and your households, wherein the Lord your God hath blessed thee. Ye shall rejoice. Glory, glory. Psalm 122, verse 1 says, A song of degrees of David, I was glad when they said unto me, Let us go into the house of the Lord. Psalm 100 verse 4, enter into his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise. Be thankful unto him and bless his name. 1 Thessalonians 5:16, rejoice evermore. You would think that the church would be one of the easiest places to rejoice. And I believe it's very likely that many of you listening right now, you probably have a fun, a happy, I'm not talking about strobe lights and bounce houses. I'm talking about a place where you can spiritually be fed, be full, and enjoy the presence of the Lord. But there are some places, some churches, they're the most depressing places I've ever been. These things ought not so to be. I think we don't understand sometimes that God wants us to glory in his place. 1 Kings chapter 8, verse 10. And it came to pass when the priests were come out of the holy place that the cloud filled the house of the Lord so that the priests could not stand to minister because of the cloud, because the glory of the Lord had filled the house of the Lord. It's a glorying place. It's a generous place. It's a guarded place. Deuteronomy chapter 12, verse 2 through 4. 
we've been all over this passage here, but verse 2 says, Ye shall utterly destroy all the places. Talking about churches? Well, the churches to the false gods. Ye shall utterly destroy all the places wherein the nations which ye shall possess served their gods upon the high mountains, upon the hills, under every green tree. And ye shall overthrow their altars and break their pillars and burn their groves with fire. And ye shall hew down, cut down the graven images of their gods and destroy the names of them out of that place. Ye shall not do so unto the Lord your God. There are some things, friend, that need to be kept out of the church. There are some places that need to be avoided if church is going to be a focal point of your life. You realize, friend, that your church, it was founded, created, instituted by God. Well, when you own something, as we talked about previously this week on Wednesday, that this is God's place, that he's the owner thereof, you get a little particular about how people treat it, about what they bring. Have you ever owned a car, you know, and someone comes in with a greasy hamburger and they start wiping their hands on the seats and dropping French fries all over the place and you think, clean up your mess. Don't do this to my, I own this car. Treat it with some respect. Well, friend, for the same reason that some of you make people take their shoes off before they come into your home because you don't want to clean it and for people to dirty it all over the place, for that same reason, there are some things that God wants us to guard and keep out of his place. It is a governed place. Deuteronomy 12, 8. Ye shall not do so after all the things that we do here this day. Every man whatsoever is right in his own eyes. What God says here is, you folks right now, you've been doing what's right in your own eyes. But in my place, in my habitation, you're not doing that. We don't do what's right in our own eyes in God's place in the church. It's a generous place. It's a glorying place, a guarded place, a governed place. It's a generational place. How do you expect your church to be around for your kids and your grandkids if you never darken the door of that place? Let's put the rubber down on the road, friend. If you don't go to church, how do you expect your kids? Friend, our children will do in excess what we do in moderation. Our children will do in excess what we do in moderation. And our grandchildren only double the more. So when you decide that church is not important and you don't go, your children will decide that church is a place to be avoided, and they will most certainly not go. Church is not just a place for us to sit down on Sunday morning, bless me for this week, and off we go about our day. Church is a governed place. It's a guarded place. It's a glorying place, a giving place, a generous place, a good place. It's God's place. It's a generational place. Exodus chapter 12, verse number 26. And it shall come to pass when your children shall say unto you, what mean ye by this service, meaning the giving of offerings and going to the temple and the tabernacle and, and serving God, worshiping God? Here's what you shall say. That ye shall say, it is the sacrifice of the Lord's Passover, who passed over the houses of the children of Israel in Egypt when he smote the Egyptians and delivered our houses, and the people bowed their head and worshiped. Friend, if this is ever going to be a generational place, it begins with the current generation. We are blessed here at Bible Tracks with this ministry surviving the generational transitions from Paul Levine to my predecessor, Mark Smith, and Mark Smith to me. And I think the word surviving doesn't quite cut it. We are thriving. God is doing a great work. But friend, for your local church, for it to be a generational place, you, your generation has to get serious about it. 
Deuteronomy 11:19, And ye shall teach them your children, speaking of them when thou sittest in thine house, and when thou walkest by the way, and when thou liest down, and when thou risest up. Deuteronomy 12:5, and we end. But unto the place. The place. Do you have a place? If you don't have a good local church, I'd love to direct you to one. You can text me right now. Text me at this number, and I'll help you identify and find a good Bible-believing, Bible-preaching local church. Text me at 309-316-7240. Again, that's 309-316-7240. Now, friend, if you have a good local church, enjoy it. Be there. In a couple days on Sunday morning, be there. My prayer is that you have a great day for His glory. Join us next week here on the Bible Tract Echoes radio broadcast. Thanks for listening. God bless. Thank you for joining us today for Bible Tract Echoes, a ministry of Bible Tracts Incorporated. If you would like to receive a free sample booklet of all of our tracks, you can contact us by calling 309 309- 828-6888. That's 309-828-6888. Our mailing address is P.O. Box 130, Dwight, Illinois 60420. A faster way to contact us is to go to our website at BibleTracksInc.org. That's BibleTracksInc.org. There you will find more information about our ministry and details on how you can support Bible Tracks Incorporated. Thanks for listening, and may the Lord richly bless you as you serve Him.